0: It's not the Zade.
1: It's not the story. It's
0: It's the the Zade Story.
1: Well, welcome to our listeners. Welcome to the Zade Story.
0: Welcome back to the Zade Story. (laughs) His name's Kevin Zade. My name's Joshua Story.
1: It's so good. So good when you do it.
0: It's better when you do it. (sighs) We're here with another great episode. Episode 70 and change.
1: It's been a long time coming. It's going to be... Yeah. I think technically this is going to be episode 61. But we've had more than 10 mini episodes. It's true. So, uh, official numbers, 61... But we're plus 70.
0: Unofficial numbers. We've talked about millions of movies. So this could be our millionth episode. (laughs) If you really get down to it. it's
1: true. If you get to the specifics, definitely, possibly billions.
0: Yes. There's at least a billion movies out there. (laughs) Do you think there is? I don't think there is. No. There's a lot of horrible movies, though. It's true.
1: I I bet we're getting close. Last
0: night, I just watched this movie. And when I say last night, I went home fell asleep like 10 woke up at like two and couldn't get back to sleep so i was like oh what's on tv and i on i went on demand on hbo and there was this i think it was called like sex ed it was something about sex ed and the premise of the movie was who's never had sex goes back to high school to teach sex ed and it was one of the worst movies i've ever watched but it was one of those worst movies that you've ever watched that are so bad that you can't pull yourself you can't away. Turn it off. Like it's so bad that it's like, all right, sir, this is going to get better or something's good is going to happen, and then it just keeps going south. But I've, like,
1: I've passed by this movie and read the premise, yeah, um, several times. I'm I, gr- I'll stay away from it now. I laughed
0: actually a couple <laughs> times, uh, but I, I definitely fell back asleep, which was my goal. Hey, so the movie they should accomplish. Yeah, I feel like you're welcome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we saw Rogue, Rogue One. One.
0: For those of you who don't know what that is, that's the latest edition in the Star Wars. I wanted to say trilogy, but it's not going to be a trilogy. Right? We'll call it an anthem.
1: It's a yeah, it's a, 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 a saga. Saga? No, it's not a saga. It's anthem.
0: Yeah. Like, it, it's going to be a lot of Star Wars going on, is what I'm gathering. Yeah. It's a prequel to the other Star Wars.
1: Yeah, almost directly. Like, this... We see this pretty much go right into episode four. Correct. Not, not quite directly, but as almost as directly as possible.
0: I would say... I I haven't really given this much thought, but I would say... As this movie is finishing, episode four is probably starting, like already started. Yeah. And episode four and this movie, Rogue One, probably mesh about 30 minutes.
1: Even sooner than that. I think it's because in episode four, we start with Darth Vader boarding and a rebel. Oh, this is true. Yeah. So this might even just end right when it starts.
0: Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope.
1: My only hope. Ah, yes. Hope. Rebellions are Mm. built upon hope.
0: Indeed they are.
1: Said twice.
0: In the movie that we just watched.
1: Yes. Not necessarily needed to be said twice. Well. (laughs) I thought that was a pretty hokey line.
0: (laughs) There's a lot of hope going on. Yeah. Are you wearing new glasses? No. What are you wearing? Side shields. What do you have side shields (laughs) on your glasses for? Two reasons. One. Wait. Let's let, wait. Let's describe these side shields because I didn't. Were you wearing these? Were you wearing these at dinner tonight? It's,
1: I'm wearing these because I haven't taken them off yet.
0: Okay. What's the? All right. So Kevin's wearing glasses. He's very <laughs> handsome. They look really good. Same glasses as he always wears. But I'm looking up, and they look like my racquetball glasses a little bit. They're plastic clip-ons sliders sliders that are on Kevin's glasses. And I do not know what the purpose would be. <laughs> Kevin is now going to explain to myself and the Zaid Story listenership. Thank you. You're welcome. What they are.
1: At my work, my place of employment, safety is not a joke. And in the warehouse, I mean, trust me, we take safety very seriously. You're, way- not being, you're not being – you're not kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not this kidding. This is a very true. Like, this is very It kind true. of sound
0: like you were being I, sarcastic.
1: I, yeah. That's uh, – yeah. It's not sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say air gas, my employer, takes safety very seriously. Uh, and so in the warehouse, you have to be wearing safety glasses at all times if you're in the warehouse. Well, my job is half in the warehouse, half in the front, so, and I wear glasses twenty four seven. I am blind without my glasses, essentially. Uh, people or my wife will send me in to find the binky on the floor, like at late at night when the baby's crying. And I can't ever find it because I can't see. And she always has to get up and find it for me. She should learn that lesson. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <Let's go laughs> That's kind of what I've been thinking. But I, I can't be the one to say that. So maybe she'll listen. Jordan, if you listen to this, <laughs> wink, wink, <nice laughs> nudge, nudge. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I have to wear glasses. So my two options are wear safety glasses over my glasses. Which is cumbersome. Yeah. And they they don't fit. They scratch. They fall off um get prescription glasses which i have but recently said baby that i love dearly broke them and i only get one pair every 2 years that airgas pays for okay um and they're they're expensive they're like 180 bucks the other option is wearing these called side shields which effectively turn my glasses into safety glasses.
0: How did you find these things? Th- we this is sell
1: them. <laughs> at Airgas? At Airgas.
0: No, you don't. Yeah, we do. Wow, that's really crazy. Yeah, so... Like, what are the odds?
1: By wearing these on my glasses, I don't have to take off safety glasses. I don't have to switch pairs. I can just wear them all the time. And so I do, and then I forget they're on... And people like you or Jordan say, "Why are you still wearing those?" Things?
0: I'm still confused. Like they look like little side blockers, but I don't understand. They don't look like they actually protect you. <laughs> the, I, we I, take safety <laughs> very seriously. <laughs> I think, I think they actually just make your glasses look awesome. Like, it's really cool. Like they look.
1: You know, what's funny is right now, these glasses are several years old. I need, or they're getting really loose. So when I wear these side shields, they actually stay on better because uh. they <laughs> so I Yeah, it's really funny. But yeah, I have an appointment on Tuesday to get my eyes checked and get a new pair of glasses. So At
0: my work, we don't care about anybody's safety uh, <laughs> at all. <laughs> And people get hurt all the time.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good. Should we talk about the movie?
0: Well, I feel like we should.
1: How about we just do the rundown? The rundown. The rundown. The The world is coming undone. Imperial flags rain across the galaxy.
0: Can you be trusted without your shackles? Let's just get this over with, shall we?
1: We've a mission for you. A major weapons test is imminent. We need to know how to destroy it. If you're really doing this, I want to help. Good. Good. Good.
0: Been recruiting for the rebellion for a long time. We destroyed our home. I fight the Empire now. I
1: fear nothing. All is as the Force wills. So, be. this movie takes place. kinda of We t- we kind of touched on it. Takes place right before before Episode Four, and in Episode Four, uh, A New Hope, one of the generals of the rebellion says, uh, "We got plans." of the death star many brave rebels lost their lives to get these plans and this movie rogue one is the story of some of the rebels that she was talking about um who got the plans to destroy the death star that's kind of that's kind of an overall premise the main movie starts with uh in a kind of a flashback style scene where we see a young girl who uh Josh thought was Leia at the beginning and I thought was Daisy Ridley at the beginning. And then we were both wrong. It's this new girl called Jen Urso. And uh she's the daughter of this famous Imperial pilot and an Imperial er an Imperial scientist and he is the one who is building the Death Star plans for Uh, for the Death Star, for Darth Vader. Uh, We kind of meet them when they're kind of in hiding, but this is a long time ago. Some stormtroopers come, take the father and mother away, and the girl is hidden. And from there, we jump into the future, which is where the whole story takes place. She's a young woman, just kind of a Han Solo-like character. She doesn't really have an allegiance. She's just trying to survive. She kind of feels like a a loner, but someone who's quick on her feet, but someone who's always kind of in trouble. We see her in handcuffs several times throughout the film. Uh, she meets a gang of rebels. Um, one of them is an old friend of her father's. A couple of them are new friends. One of them is a is an Asian gentleman who is blind and his friend. And one of them is a pilot. The pilot's name is uh, Cassian
0: Andor. Yes. And I'm going to butcher the Asian's name. It's played by Donnie Yen, but it's Chirrut Inwe? I don't know. Uh <laughs> Go ahead and let me know how to enunciate that out there, guys. Yeah, please.
1: Because
0: <laughs> as many times as I heard it, I still, like, it. It kind of over my head.
1: They become this force to try and find the plans to the Death Star, and I don't know. Do you want to add anything else?
0: I will add some more. Uh, it's made pretty clear that uh, uh, Jen Erso's father, the one who is working on the Death Star does not actually want to work on the Death Star. He's Mm. captured against his will. His family is used against him. And because of that, and this is the integral part of the storyline, because of that, he's the one that builds in the ability to destroy the Death Star. He decides that he can do more good working on the Death Star than he will working against the Death Star or just letting somebody else build it. Because the Death Star is going to get built either way. right? You know, the Empire is huge. They have a lot of money, clearly. They have a lot of resources, finances, a lot of smart people. So being a smart person himself, he just decides, I'm going to build a backdoor trap so that somebody, hopefully, can take care of this and destroy the Death Star. For those of you that don't know what the Death Star is, the Death Star is, a think of it like a huge ship that looks like a moon that has the ability to destroy planets. It's Mm -hmm. a planet destroyer.
1: Yeah. And it was so good to hear why a planet why this thing had such a weakness. Because if you don't understand the backstory and you're just watching the movies, you're like, wait. So they built this whole planet destroying battleship station and all you have to do is throw a couple of missiles in like this one little hole and the whole thing explodes. It doesn't make any sense.
0: As Luke Skywalker says, it's no bigger than a wombat. I used to shoot him with my P90 something or other back
1: at home. <laughs> he sounded a little more like, oh, I'm Luke Skywalker.
0: <laughs> uh, it's no bigger than a... Um... The wombat I used to shoot him back home.
1: I used to shoot wombats. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so I've always thought that, like, why, why does, why did they put this hole in there? And that was really cool to me to find out why, like, that it was actually done on purpose so that it could be destroyed.
0: I always thought to go way off track. Of course. Why did they build a second Death Star in Return of the Jedi?
1: and well it's not a second cuz it's always half broken it's like it's the, it's, it's the same one they are just repairing they're it
0: they're repairing it and then they you know they use the ewok thing and they use the shield from the ewok planet and mm, blah 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 blah
1: but well see that this is a big complaint from a lot of people on the star wars is why would you build the same weapon that got destroyed but here's my thing is like if you have the best weapon you're going to build it. Like, if you have a bi- a weapon that can destroy planets, and yes, there's a possibility of it getting destroyed, but it can also destroy planets. In fact, it's destroyed several planets or cities. Like It's the only thing that's, that's
0: even close to being this powerful.
1: Exactly. It's like if we had the best tank or an airplane that had the best bombs— but it had a weakness. We would continue to build these tanks or bombs or airplanes even if they had a weakness because they're still the best. And I just feel like it seems kind of silly that people can't get over the fact that it's the most powerful thing. Yes, it has a weakness, but there's nothing else that can match it.
0: Until episode seven.
1: Right. Which they do a super <laughs> death <star>. <laughs> <laughs> Episode eight will have a super duper Death Star, <laughs> <laughs> a super duper 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 Death Star. Times infinity. <laughs> oh, that was funny.
0: And that's the, the run. The captain says you are a friend. I will not kill you. Thanks. Isn't much time. Every day they grow stronger. There is a
1: 97.6% chance of failure. He means well.
0: This is our chance. Are you with
1: me? All the way well, that was good. Uh yeah, so let's talk favorites and least favorites. Uh, let's do least favorites first. Of a lot. Okay. <laughs> do you want to go first?
0: Do you want me to go first? What do you want to do? I'll go first. Okay.
1: I kind of heard of yours. I heard of yours a little bit at dinner as you were talking with my father,
0: who I adore and love. He's what, so awesome. I I don't have a father figure in my role, and I may just adopt your dad. You should, because <laughs> my gosh, your dad is so incredible, so amazing, so wonderful. And as I commented earlier, looks like he's been working out, losing a little bit of weight, looking eh, really good. Yeah, looking no. really good out there, Doug.
1: My dad is a good dude. Great dude. Yeah. He really is. Uh, shout out, Dougie.
0: Dougie. <laughs>
1: uh, so my least favorite parts were a couple. There's a there was a lot for me to touch on. Hard
0: I, hard to pinpoint, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I had no connection or care for any of these characters. Um, I like Felicity. Felicity Jones, who plays Jin Urso. What else she play in? Uh most famously, I think she's the plays the wife of Stephen Hawking in oh. the Theory of Everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she,
1: uh, she was really good in that. Um, uh, I did not particularly care for her in this movie. I thought she was kind of doing her best Daisy Ridley impression and i was just taken away by daisy ridley in the episode 7 um so i don't know it might have just been doomed that character whoever it was because i loved her so much but uh i just i none of the characters were that compelling the uh, the blind almost jedi mm-hmm. um he was fine he was interesting because he was blind but he was still a badass but I just didn't I, – I, and, you know, character arcs I, I was involved in. I was at least interested in what was happening. But as a whole scope, I just didn't care about any of the characters here. And I don't know why. Um, part of it, I think, is acting. I don't think they were particularly well cast. Uh, the guy who plays Caspian, I did not find him – wonderful uh i think he's a fine actor uh but he just didn't do it for me in this role
0: to clarify cassian yes cassian oh i said caspian (laughs) i just wanted to make sure i was like "Ooh, who's that maybe i maybe the movie was so bad i just missed the whole (laughs) (laughs) uh
1: and forrest whitaker i thought was way out not, not outcast he was way out of his comfort zone. I didn't think he was that good at all. And I think he's a phenomenal actor. Um, I just didn't think the writing was very good. Um, But overall, I think I'd have to just say is that my least favorite part was the the reason this movie didn't do it for me is because of the same reason the first three didn't do it for me. I knew what was gonna happen and it kinda took out all of the stakes. Now, this is a, probably a good time to talk about why I hate comic book movies. And that's because you know, there's so many sequels. You know that Captain America is not gonna die in the first half, or maybe probably not even the second half. Um there's just no there's no real like Action or, like, suspense on what's going to happen with the characters. You know that at the end of every Avengers movie, they're going to walk off the battlefield having defeated the bad guy and being better friends or stronger people. In this movie, the stakes were very high. Because we know from episode four, a lot of people, a lot of these people are going to die. And even knowing, like, who's going to die, who's going to make it, like, there's a lot of death. What's going on? I just, I kind of just didn't care. And I think that that, I don't know where that
0: comes from, but that's. So if I was to like clear this up in a a briefer synopsis. Yes, please. uh, The thing that you dislike about comic book movies is you know that everybody's going to live. But even though in this movie people died, it was such an atrocious movie that even though they died it still didn't save the movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is that That's, is that, a, I, is that a, like yeah.
0: a like very blunt but No, it
1: is. It is. It's even though the stakes were high and people could die and did die it was it was so lacking a connection for me that I didn't care. I agree with
0: your lacking of a connection. Um, and I talked about this so for you it's going to be regurgitated. Yeah. But like I grew up Four, five, six. Watched them 30 different times. I wore out my VH, VHS cassettes. I had to go get more of them. That's <laughs> how many times I watched A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. I was in love with them. I put up with 1, 2, and 3 because it tied in the overall story. For me, 1 and 2 were so terrible. 3, I tolerated because... Mm-hmm. It led up to Darth Vader and everything else. As you loyal Zaid story listeners know, loved episode seven. Yeah. Episode seven for me was wow. They brought it back. It was nostalgic. It was really reminiscent of the original ones. It was more dark. It wasn't for children. Acting was superb. Everything on it was incredible. And... It was a continuation of the characters that I already loved. It was a Mm, continuation of Luke. It was a continuation of Princess Leia and Han Solo, Chewbacca, and everybody else. This movie is a prequel, and I guess a post, depending on where you're at in in the saga. But it's become so saturated yes, oversaturated to where... I don't care about the story of the side story because I know now that every year there's going to be another move that's going to come out. And and I look forward to episode eight. I'm yep, going to call it episode too. eight. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be really good. But I, I'm so disinterested in the side stories. I'm so disinterested. But to be fair, yes, I now know how the Death Star was able to be blown up. Did I need to spend two hours to figure that out? <laughs> no, I didn't need two hours to figure that out. You could have put that in a really good movie, two minutes worth of time, and I would have been able to understand that. They could have tossed that into any of the movies, and it would have been just fine. Mm-hmm. But I didn't care about any of the characters in this movie. And, spoiler alert, most of them died. So I don't have any interest. I don't like, Why was this important to me? Other than Death Star plans... It was two hours of unimportance, and that's my least favorite part.
1: Um, Yeah, no, that's boiled down really well. Um, There's a lot of hope talk. The rebellion is built on hope. Uh, Episode four is called A New Hope. it's, It's a lot of this leading. I would have liked to have seen more of, like, the rebellion and not just this one story. Like I would love to see kind of how the rebellion started, like a
0: broader picture. Yeah.
1: Like an underground, like this is what's happening. This is why the Darth Darth Vader is so bad. Like, because we kind of get why he's bad and we kind of get like, you know, an overall view to go way too broad. We get that the Imperial is dark and the Jedi are light. And, you know, like, that's as basic as it gets good versus evil but like i would have loved to have seen like kind of a grassroots rebellion movement like the start of the rebellion i think maybe that might have been interesting but even that
0: it would have been way more interesting
1: yeah the,
0: the, again this story could have been 20 minutes of a better story mhm this story yes, could have been exactly a, this I, I, this is like the hobbit all right you take a great story and you stretch it out way too long way too long you make it you make something that you could have done in 15 minutes and combined it with a wonderful story to where the whole package would have been complete and instead you stretch this 15 minute story out into 2 hours and it's just left you frustrated and or, angry
1: exactly or like the the character Uh, Forrest Whitaker plays, he's like so violent that the rebellion has even distanced himself or distanced themselves from this one rebel leader. Um, Like, why is, why does he, why is he so violent? Why does he hate the, the bad guys so much? Like, all we know is that he's a really bad, good guy and that they need him. And then like, okay, you met him. He's done like like I yeah I just I would have been a lot more interested in more origin I think that, that yeah exactly this would have been a great 20 minutes of a two hour origin story yeah I think that's a great way to put it well look at you being so eloquent we both <laughs> to be
0: fair we both played off of each other and it's that's true. why this is called the Zage story it's true mm-hmm
1: mm-hmm um so let's do, let's do it some justice now. Let's talk about some of our favorite parts. Because this was not all bad. It was not. You want to start us off on favorites?
0: I've been trying to think about my favorite parts
1: of this movie. It's,
0: for me, it was a lot easier to come up with least favorites than favorites. Yeah. I, it was a lot easier to dissect this movie into negatives than it was positives. Um, if I were to cop out, it'd be K-250. I loved... I, like I loved the droid, played by Alan Tudyk. That, yeah, he was. He was phenomenal. so like it's ridiculous to say that the best actor was not the actor. It was a voiceover on a droid, but that was the that's when I laughed. That's that, that <laughs> I was more engaged with a droid's character than I was with one single living character other than maybe the fish face guy that's in every single movie. Yeah. The, you know, the, awesome. like the captain of all the movies. Yeah. Like, like I love him. He's not my favorite part, but right, I right. love him. Uh, he's the only character that was like, that holds true through the entire series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that fish face guy must live a really long time. That guy's awesome. <laughs> he's been around for a while, but I like, I really loved, I really loved the cyborg character. Um, I loved it because of it star Wars. You know, I love, I, I If this was a standalone, if this would have just been a story without any other Star Wars, so much better. But when you put other Star Wars on a pedestal and then you take this and you try to compare it, it it falls not even short. It falls so short, like unbelievably short. So those are my favorite-ish parts. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that my favorite part of this movie was what everybody else's least favorite part is. And probably your least favorite part too. And that's the first hour of the movie. The first hour of the movie, everybody told me before I saw it, it's all dialogue. There's no action. You're not going to enjoy it. It's all set up. That's the only part of the movie I found enthralling. Mm. It was so engaging to me because that's the part to me... That that's the only part that tied in to every other Star Wars, and then once you got to the action, the action was uber, uber lackluster. There was nothing special about it. There was blasters and explosions, and you know a sword fight or two. But (laughs) again, standalone, sure, great. You put it in a comparison, even with even with one, two, and three, the sword fights in one, two, and three are much better. Epic
1: minus the pod race.
0: Minus the pod. Well, pod race doesn't count. Like I that's just, terrible, I, I black that out. <laughs> but so that's that's my favorite part. Honestly, my favorite part was the setup, the dialogue, and uh, it, it's the only part of the movie where I actually thought intellectually. I was thinking about it. I was I was wrapping my mind my mind around how this 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 Star Wars world played with the other Star Wars worlds. And then after that, like, I just lost interest.
1: Yeah. Uh, So the one thing that Marvel, Disney in general, but especially Marvel and Star Wars, other things like Lord of the Rings, they create worlds that are so complete and specific and really they don't miss anything. And so, as a general, almost non as a non specific favorite part, just it's a Star Wars world, and they do it so well, and it's very fun. Um, certain things that I caught were in the, the first scene or in the first part of the movie when it's the the young girl. Um, there's a pitcher of blue milk uh, on their counter, and that's always. Kind of funny because that's one of the first things you meet with Luke Skywalker in episode four. It's this weird blue drink that they drink on Tatooine. And the the camera kind of lingers on this pitcher of milk, of blue goop, in this movie at the beginning as well. And that kind of stuff is, what do they call it, fan fan some fan service. Fantastic. <laughs> they call it fan service when they like do something specific that is like kind of an inside joke for people who love Star Wars. Um, so I, I little things like that or C3PO and R2D2 kind of off on the side and like you know C3PO gets a line but and everybody loves it cuz we know why they're there and you know like so the world is very specific. We meet a couple of guys who are in the bar at in the cantina in the first movie again. And so, like, there was some stuff like that that's just, it reminds you how complete this world is. And so, you can't complain about that. That's really well done. But my favorite part, and you kind of touched on it, was K2, SK50, or mm-hmm. the droid. The droid. Uh, he was the only character i had any connection to and out of all of the ones that die and all the ones that survive his fate was the only one i had an emotional reaction to no tears or anything far from it in fact but out of all the death and hope mixed in the screen his fate was just oh I was that that was the one that I wanted. Like that was that was the connection I had, and so that was he was just took it away, and he was funny, just flat out funny. Reminded me of
0: uh, Ultron. Yes, From, you know, reminded me of, of James Spader doing Ultron to where you just don't think that like a CGI thing could be that hilarious, but. For me, in Ultron, Spader stole the hilarity show. Yeah, to where he was funny, but like raw. Oh yeah, like, yeah,
1: he's good. But in like Ultron,
0: this one was. I agree. I agree. Like the droid is the only character. The only character I had an investment in.
1: Yeah, I just yeah, and uh, I think, I think I laughed more at his jokes than I did at some entire comedies this summer. Like I saw Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates.
0: Oh, you did? Yeah. You poor thing. I didn't. It. I didn't watch it.
1: Skip it. I think it's free on HBO right now. No. Not worth your time. I didn't know that it was on. on, uh, my, on maybe my... it's not. It's not worth it. Oh, okay. Trust me. I didn't laugh once. I don't, maybe once. But I laughed at just this one character way more throughout the whole thing. He was fantastic. Anytime he talked. Yeah. My favorite part was him. You know what that sound is. You
0: know what that sound means. Yes, I do. It's time to rate this movie. Now, Kevin, I've been thinking about the rating of this movie for the last 48, almost to the to the hour.
1: Yeah, almost. 48
0: hours. And my rating has changed on at least one, we'll say numerous occasions. I feel as though after talking with you, I have solidified a rating.
1: I have solidified mine as... For now. Yeah.
0: Um, I will say that my rating is going to be with – my rating is with other Star Wars on the table. So when I rate this movie, I am rating it not necessarily against other Star Wars, but I'm rating it with the knowledge that there are other Star Wars.
1: And – you know, that, uh, that's your thing today, and that's all right. I'm going to rate this just straight across as a movie. The way I try to rate all movies.
0: Um, I do want to, We should have probably talked about this beforehand. This could be our first ever sequel that we've rated on the Zaid story. Meaning, we have... We rated we the rated... first
1: one that we saw in theaters. Because, mm-hmm. technically, we saw Mad Max. But, yeah, but on... The podcast we rated Star Wars Episode Seven, right? And this year we're or this year our this second year, year we're in our second year almost literally
0: to the year because it came out Christmas time last year. Yeah, uh,
1: and yeah, we so, saw it just in time for our end of the year show, which we're going to do in a couple weeks, probably.
0: We'll do it soon. Yeah,
1: uh, but I'm correct. Top six, but yeah, I am you're correct right. when
0: I say that. it's not. <clears throat> we've obviously done sequels, but this right. is our first time that we've doubled up on a movie to where exactly. we've done the first That's movie kind of
1: exciting. It really
0: is. I was thinking about it on the drive here, and I kind of like got so excited once I saw your awesome glasses and everything else. <laughs> like, I just forgot about it. Yeah. But
1: Yeah, that's pretty
0: cool. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Oh,
1: huh. that made me all warm inside. It really... It's, <laughs> it does. It's cool. It's a cool thing to have been around long enough to review a movie and its... Sequel. Sequel. Or like, prequel. Yeah, or... Precursor... Whatever. You yeah. guys know what we're saying. Yeah, exactly. What a shame it was this. <laughs> I know! <laughs> okay, that why gave it away. It, why couldn't it have been Jaws? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're
0: like, Jaws 1, 6. Jaws 2, 1. <laughs> Jaws 3, 1. Jaws 4, 1. <laughs> I can't
1: believe there's that many Jaws.
0: I can't believe there was that many Freddy Krueger's oh, the Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm yeah. Street Jason's actually I I really liked the Nightmare on Elm Street the whole the, series no 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 number one mm. I really liked uh, the Jason the Friday the 13th I loved the first one and I liked the second one as well but then after that it went went to the wayside for me
1: from what i understand number six actually was pretty good i haven't seen any of them
0: they all mesh together after that for me it's very difficult to figure out yeah so you know what that sound means
1: (laughs) we have so many of those this episode i'm gonna put them in each time too thank you yeah i was about ready to say (laughs) that
0: (laughs) we're really drunk because we've had to pop so many cans of beer to get that sound (laughs) just to get the sound (laughs) Okay, we're gonna rate this movie. We're gonna do a one, two, three, and then explain. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh no one, two, three, shoot. Shoot. Okay. So technically I'm four. Alright. Alright. All right.
0: Alright. <laughs> All right. All right. One, two, three, three.
1: Two. Okay. <laughs> Alright.
0: I'll go first? Yeah. Okay. This movie was if it was a standalone, it's a it's a four it would be a 4 but look this movie is not worth your time don't 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 go to the movie theater and fight and stand in line like we did and deal with you know segmented seating where they let 20 people in at a time <laughs> and it, this is not worth any of that go see any other movie this christmas do not waste your money and your time on this movie when it comes out and it's on HBO, it's on Showtime, sure. You know, you got nothing better to do on a Thursday night. Not a Friday night. A Thursday night. You got nothing better to do on a Thursday night. Give it a whirl. The information that you get if, you're, if you like Star Wars, the information you'll pick up will be nice. You'll be nice to know about the Death Star. It'll be nice to know about a little bit of this stuff. But this is not not a movie that you want to waste your time on. Please do not waste your time. <laughs> do not waste your money. Um and I know we're we're both going to get a lot of flack for this one. I, I think n- so. I know we're going to get a lot of flack for this one, but but wow. This uh, this wasn't even a case of I was really excited about it and I was building it up in my head. I didn't even know this movie was coming out until about 3 weeks ago. That's how dis <laughs> disinterested I was in the movie. Did I want to see it? Yes. Did it let me down? Triple yes. This movie's a three. It wasn't terrible, but it's not worth it. Don't waste your time, guys.
1: Um, so, as for me, as far as Star Wars goes, Episode 4, Episode 5, um, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, those changed the way movies were made. It was a compelling epic. It was, it really were they really were epics with things that we hadn't seen before, ideas that, although it seemed original, were based in so much theology and you know philosophy. Like the the first two especially were just they're fantastic. They are six beer movies. They're really. Solid. Um,
0: I also, not to interrupt you. I was thinking about this. Those movies were your perfect superhero movies because in each one of those movies, one of the main character dies. Like if you think about it, like A New Hope, Ben Ob- Kenobi, Obi Wan Kenobi dies. You know, uh, two. I don't know who dies. You, uh, Luke loses his Luke hand. Luke loses though. his hand, like, and he finds out that Darth Vader the reveal- father. That reveal <laughs> is the most epic of all reveals. It
1: a hundred percent is.
0: Take it into uh you know the Ewoks, a uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, Yoda dies. Um,
1: oh. oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I was going to say Yoda dies in Empire.
0: Uh, no, he dies. But be- you're right. I yeah. believe he dies in the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then somebody else, Darth Vader dies. Like the, the big, Emperor dies. The Emperor dies. The big, huge, main characters of we'll call this comic. Putting this quote: comic books. The main characters are dying. This is like, wow. Wow type stuff.
1: And also, minor characters that you care about, like in the fighter pilots, like in the fighter scene, you see X-Wings mm-hmm. exploding. Like, those people didn't have space suits that they jumped out of their X-Wings. Exp- those people died. <laughs> right. Like, the, yeah exactly that that's how you make a compelling quote unquote comic book a hero movie is you put some some guts in it um not visual guts like but some real heart.
0: I digress because I completely interrupted <laughs> I just had that like epiphany as you were speaking yeah I apologize. but
1: no no that's good uh so number four and number five are great i personally don't love the whole Star Wars thing. In fact, I don't really like alien movies in general. One, two, and three were fine. They're, they were were worse than fine. One, I loved Darth Maul. I thought he was so cool. Badass. Yeah. uh, I loved Ewan McGregor throughout the whole series as Obi-Wan. I really liked seeing him turn into the character that we end up loving in episode four. And, uh, as far as Anakin goes, like, his story was boring in the first two, but the third one, you really see that struggle that turns him into Vader, and that heartbreaking battle at the end between him and Obi-Wan, uh, it was fine, I, you know, it's a four, probably, out of six. But, episode seven blew me away. I only rated it a five, but it was magical, it was really interesting to be taken into a world that was so familiar yet so new this movie as a star wars movie or as a movie individually it lacked anything compelling it lacked good writing it lacked good acting um it gets a two because the world they created was still fun it was still star wars um And I think if you if you just love everything Star Wars, I think you'll get a lot out of this. So I wouldn't tell anybody to just never watch it. If you love Star Wars, I think you'll you'll get something out of it, kind of like what you said. But for me, on all aspects, Star Wars or not, I just didn't enjoy this that much. It was just, and I've been thinking about it because as I walked away, I kind of was feeling like a four. It's funny, I was thinking the same thing. Solid solid entry in the the Star Wars universe. And just, the more and more I thought about it, the more and more I just got disenchanted. Like, just nothing got me going for it. So, yeah, so,
0: two. I've also been thinking about my rating on the seven. I feel like it probably was a six. Yeah. I feel like I should have done it justice at a six, because... I've, it's recently just come on, you know, normal, normal channels. I've watched it three or four times from start to finish. And I love it. I love it more and more every time. And, <laughs> and I guarantee I haven't done that with one, two or three. Like I'm on the point where I'm like, if I keep at this pace, I'll watch it as many times as I probably watch four five, six. And I'm talking about episode seven. Yeah. Right. You know, like, and each time I watch it, it gets better and better. I look forward to the scenes. I look forward to the fights. I look forward to the dichotomy between, like, should I, shouldn't I? You know, evil versus good. Uh, What am I? I'm still trying to figure out who I am in this scenario. And the way they set that up was done superb. And there was none of that. Yeah. Like, they didn't even try to do this in this movie.
1: That's what it felt like. It felt like they didn't try. It felt like... They knew they were going to make a billion dollars on this movie if they just had a bunch of pink hippos running around and just and call called it called Star, it Star Wars. Wars. Yeah.
0: And that's what I was talking about the saturation. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I feel like this is going to become crazily oversaturated.
1: I'm where, really not looking forward to it.
0: Where even even when you have the Avengers, you know, you have 4 or 5 years between Avengers, you know, even when you have Or
1: you have Spider-Man movie in between. So, like, you're getting to see something new. You know, you get Captain America. You get Thor. So each, you know, you're not just, oh, these same five people are getting to fight a new big bad guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I appreciate your rating. I think it's... And I, I appreciate yours. <laughs> I think it's pretty spot on.
1: Uh, you know, I only own one Star Wars movie.
0: I don't own a single movie at all. Well, not, I, right. not one movie. I own many, so... You do. It's true. <laughs> if Kevin wanted to retire, he could probably sell his movie collection <laughs> and be like... I'm not saying a billionaire, but he's at least got like three, four million of movies.
1: I think I have at least $500 worth of movies.
0: Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> When when Kevin says that he means the resale value, <laughs> but he has sunk at least three or four million into his movie collection. <laughs> it's just it's just the resale value has plummeted to the point <laughs> where it makes no sense to sell it. Gosh darn you Netflix! <laughs> you took the retirement right out of
1: my pocket. Uh, but I only own one <laughs> Star Wars movie, and it is Episode Seven, The Force Awakens. So I think I should also up that to a six. But at the same time, I haven't watched it a second time, so mm. I just own it because I am bad at money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or maybe it's an investment, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. In five years from now, that movie, because of our podcast, will be worth millions.
1: You know what's funny? Millions. Is I, I bought it on Blu-ray out of a red box. <laughs> Wait,
0: not to be ignorant, but like you can buy.
1: Yeah, Redbox
0: sells movies that are overstock. So, like, it's not like I rent it and I just keep it for a long time and they charge no, me. You, I have
1: several of those. I have, that's the only ones I've ever acquired. Yeah, no, this one. uh Oh, and for our listeners who have kids, Disney movies are so expensive. But you can buy them on Blu-ray out of Redbox for six bucks.
0: That's a really good deal.
1: Yeah, uh, I bought Inside Out, which I haven't seen for less than twenty dollars, even used, and I bought it for six bucks on Blu-ray, and really it works good deal. great. But yeah, so that's how I bought this one.
0: You rated that a six? Yeah, I did. Rated that a six? And I
1: watched it again. I've watched it several times since then. This last time I watched it, I, I watched it by myself and cried. <laughs>
0: in the end? In the end? No, in the
1: beginning. In the beginning? Yeah, when she's sad that she moved to San Francisco because <laughs> there's no hockey. Boo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I
0: didn't appreciate the movie for what it was, I don't think. No. I, th- I think going back, what did I rate it a four? Yeah, three? four. or four, three. I
1: think a four or th- yeah. five. I think, it was, I think you rated it higher. I think you rated it four.
0: Alright. But it was a good movie. It was a really good movie. Yeah. What threw me was the bing pong.
1: Oh yeah. Bing pong. Oh <laughs> boo. Yeah. But, uh, okay. All on right. a on a rewatch or a third watch, he gets he's more palatable. Still All the right. worst part, but
0: still On that note, what's worse? It's kinda of like Would You Rather, but like a negative Would You Rather. Okay. <laughs> what's worse? The pod scenes. With Anakin Skywalker or Bing
1: Bong? <laughs> um, upon initial watch, Bing Bong was worse. Because in The Phantom Menace, that was pretty much the only exciting thing that had happened until Darth Maul shows up. True. But on rewatches or as a, a larger scope, the pod scenes are so much worse. I agree. They're I think so the bad. Pod
0: scenes are terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, It would be interesting to be like, all right, let's compare the movie we just watched to every other Star Wars movie. But I'm pretty sure we're going to pick every other Star Wars movie. The only one I might pick, I might pick the one we just, I might pick Rogue over episode one. But every other one I'm going to pick. We should do it. All right, let's Let's do do it. it. Okay. Okay.
1: So favorite to least favorite.
0: Oh, like rate them all the way through?
1: Yeah. Well, not, like, beer ratings. Just, like, What's, put them in a spot.
0: Okay, so my favorites are going to be my top, Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. My second is going to be A New Hope. Mm-hmm. My third is Episode Seven. Mm-hmm. My fourth is... This is the toughest one for me. My fourth one is either going to be number three, which is where you see Darth Vader turn into Darth Vader, or... Return of the Jedi. I'm going Return of the Jedi, and then I'm gonna go number three, number two.
1: <sighs> this is the tough one.
0: I'm gonna go I'm gonna go number three, number two, Rogue, and number one.
1: Okay. That's good. That's a good list. Mine's a little different, so that's good. Uh my first one is gonna be A New Hope. Then Empire. Then Episode seven, then Episode 6.
0: Return of the Jedi. Return of the
1: Jedi. And then 3, then 1, then Rogue, then 2. Then 2. Yeah, I hated Attack of the Clones. That was so bad. They're both bad. That's Uh, the one with General Grievous, who's got like the four – he's like a grasshopper from Bugs Life, only he's got four lightsabers. And there's so much going on in the Senate. About the planets and the trade federations. Oh, number two is so bad. Number one has one redeeming quality, and that is Darth Maul. He is so good. He is so cool that he makes that whole movie better than the second movie.
0: Agree. Well, Darth Maul was... Darth Maul is the... Next to Darth Vader, he's the only Sith-ish dark person that, for me, is is evil. Like, that I feel like would compare against the Jedi. You know, you can't do, like, Count Doku. Yeah, whatever. Or, you know, even, like, the emperors and the lords. And, like, they're all just, like, shadowy figures. They don't fight. Like, Yoda's a badass. Yeah. You know, Yoda is an old, decrepit... Whatever he is, but he can still jump circles flip around, yeah. flip circles around everybody else, or Where, mace window. Yeah, it makes me. I don't hey, know why. <laughs> I don't know why in any of the movies. Actually, none of the dark lords are able to actually be like actually fight. They more or less have a power from afar.
1: Yeah, it's it's much more like their power almost lies in their mystery
0: their power lies in their mystery and their manipulating abilities to right, where yeah. they they take a young apprentice that's a budding jedi and then turn him to the dark side but i don't think
1: that they're that intimidation right and manipulation yeah, yeah. that's a good word cuz like yeah anakin is a perfect example you know soon to be lord vader but like emperor palpatine doesn't fight anybody no he's always got that guy and it's it's smart really because if you fight somebody you could die you're gonna bound to find that one guy who's better than you you know uh like yoda and what's Do- doku
0: well yeah count doku Christopher was, lee yeah it was the bad guy yeah count Dooku. the big
1: tall british fellow right. with the white beard who had like the bent lightsaber mm-hmm. yeah yeah, like, he got ousted by Yoda, you know? I don't think he died, but...
0: Yoda's small. Yeah. Uh, have I ever told you my, my story about paintballing? No. Okay, so we went paintballing years ago. and It was, like, it was a bunch of people from work, Jay and a bunch of people, and we all go paintballing. And uh, when you go paintballing, for those of you that haven't gone paintballing, like, you don't just go paintballing with who you arrive with. You go paintballing with whomever is there well there was a group of young kids like young kids like maybe 10 or 11 and so we all go in you know your safety meeting you get your your paint guns and your balls and your co2 and you get your masks and you know we're all wearing kind of baggy clothes and stuff and right two sweatshirts two sweatshirts and (laughs) holy cow these kids were unstoppable first off They're fast. Secondly, they're small. I couldn't hit them. (laughs) I would point my gun at one like 10 feet away, and he wasn't moving. I couldn't hit him. They were like itty-bitty, and that's what Yoda is. So the the paintball people switch up the teams because we're getting annihilated. Like... Like, there's, like, six on each team, and the six on the other team don't get hit, and we're crushed. So they, like, switch it up three and three. So there's, like, three little kids on our team, three little kids on their team. So I end up in, like, this little bunker with this kid, and we are as close to each other as you and I are. We are three feet from one another, talking distance most definitely. And for those of you out in the radio land, this is going to be lost on you, but I'm going to try to describe it. So the kid looks at me and he like points at me, points at himself, points at me, and does like a helicopter. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm sorry, what? And he again, he doesn't say a thing. He just points at me, points at himself, points at me, and does a helicopter. And I'm like, bro, I'm right here. Like, just tell me, what's going on? Like, I am lost. And he looks at me and he says, how stupid are you? (laughs) (laughs) I swear. He's like, like, how stupid are you? I'm going to stay here. You're going to run and flank them and draw their fire while I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, and I'm like, why didn't you bleep and say that? Why didn't you say that? I'm right here. And so I got mad at him and I shot him. No. <laughs> I swear. I know oh I didn't. I didn't okay. shoot him. No. Okay. But I wanted to so <laughs> <You're> bad. <laughs> so I go and flank him. What happens? I get shot. And he didn't. And he did it, And he lived. And our team <laughs> won. And I was a sacrificial lamb. <laughs> How stupid are you? <laughs> yeah, it's like you little eleven-year-old brat. I will. My boot is as big as you. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't been paintballing since. That's not even a lie. I don't want to run into him again. <laughs> but now he's probably my size. I, I shoot him. I shoot him up. <laughs> he
1: could do this too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's funny. I give a different type of helicopter. (laughs) For those of you that are familiar with Lonely Island. I'm gonna cut that. (laughs) Two impressive chick. Yeah, what's up?
1: (sighs) That's good. Well You got anything
0: else? I don't know. Ben V, if you're listening, what's that sound? (laughs) Ben V this question is for you and you alone out there. What's the sound? Get back to us, let us know via yep. Facebook. Let us know on our phone number. We love doing the uh what did Google think you said?
1: Yes, we haven't done that in a
0: while. We haven't done that in a while. We're gonna have to bring that back because that is a fan favorite. And yep. speaking of fan favorites, guys, we truly appreciate you. You are th- with us through the thick and the thin. On our ramblings, on our movie critiques, whether you agree with us or not, you're with us twenty-four-seven. You're loyal, and we truly appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Remember, the best compliment you can give us is shout us out. Let your friends know about us. Let your family know about us. If you're walking down the street, just hand out some Zade Story uh, clothing if you need to. We got Zade Story shirts. We got Zade Story underwear. If you have a piece of clothing that you want made, we will make it for you because that's How much we care about you guys. You guys care about us, and we care about you. Remember, how many beers did we rate your favorite movie? A lot, because we probably liked your favorite movie. (laughs) My name is Joshua Story for The Zaid Story. Thank you so very much. This has been a wonderful podcast. It's not going to be out there beforehand, but I hope you had a Merry Christmas, and most definitely have a fantastic New Year.
1: Yes, everything Josh just said, plus Facebook, we try and interact as much as possible. Twitter, we're there. Uh, we hope you guys all had a wonderful holiday. Uh, Merry Christmas! And we've got coming up soon our best six movies of the year. Why six? Because that's what a six pack is. That was so <laughs> clever. Yeah, on our part. We're very
0: clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the sound, sound effect.
1: <laughs> for the love. Of movies and beer, I'm Kevin Zade. Oh, and for the Zade story, I'm also Kevin Zade. Udalawi.
0: <laughs> it's not the Zade. It's not the story. Own it's the Zade story.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucked. Create an account.
1: Oh, you can just sign in with your Google account. I had to do that too. The app must have updated yeah. recently because I also was like, wait, what? When, since when have you had to sign in?
0: Do you know any Alan? What? Who was he? Who was Alan Tudyk? Oh, I like that guy. Yeah, who was he? Was he the voice of the of the robot? Yes, is that what it was? Yeah. I I didn't see him
1: anywhere in there. Yeah, that's exact. Yeah, he was the voice of the robot.
0: I love that. Guy. I mean, he's funny. Yeah.
1: He's- oh, yeah. He's uh he's Steve the pirate in Dodgeball, right? Right.
0: Right. <clears throat> I like that guy a lot.
1: Diego Luna. The only thing I recognize him from is Casa de Mi Padre with Will Ferrell. Well, I guess I recognize him from a couple of things. Wow. Look at him in Milk. He was so
0: unhandsome in Milk, and he's so, like, rugged in in Star Wars. Wow. People change. Man, men get better looking with age, and that's not to be sexist, but like that sh- picture I showed you of myself is proof and evidence it, that it's like so true. Like wow, like I am so much better <laughs> looking now than I was in my twenties, and I was handsome in my twenties. Like, it's true. That it's just puts me like I am ridiculously like supermodel right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I have. We have a picture of me and Jordan in. Our engagement photo, one of our engagement photos, mm-hmm. and I look like just a scrawny little boy. I was, I was nineteen years old, and just now I'm like, I gained fifty pounds. That had something to do with it, but uh, but yeah, I just look a lot different than when I did when I was twenty.
0: Do you think that's like an American societal thing? Like, and do you think that's just like in America, men age gracefully and women? Pardon pardon to the women out there. But, like, do you think that's an American thing? Or do you think that's a universal fact <clears throat> across the board? Like, from here well, to, to Europe don't know. and I everything mean, else? I mean, I think it's
1: individual-based. That's true. Because I would say...
0: Like, I think Jennifer Aniston's way better looking now than she was when agreed. she was on Friends. And
1: I know this conversation is shallow, but uh, the girl from Veep and Seinfeld...
0: Oh, uh, uh, Julia Julia
1: Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, she's beautiful now, much more so mm-hmm. now than I ever found her attractive when she was young. But uh, I'll do a reverse though.
0: Courtney Cox was way better looking on Friends than she is now. Um, she's pretty, pretty tore up. I with, think there's with, a, plastic surgery.
1: Yeah, I think there's there's those who age gracefully, and those who try to age gracefully and therefore do the opposite effect mm-hmm. um gavor
0: who just died but like that oh, would be a case in point like, yeah uh tons of the- plastic surgery joan rivers joan rivers, joan rivers. like the is the ultimate but the best part about joan rivers is she owns it oh she yeah like she, she makes too right yeah, yeah she did but she makes fun of herself or made fun of herself her daughter like they would play off of yeah. each other
1: Oh, and she just, I like, she just likes it looking like that. She's like, I have the money. Why would I not want to look the way I want to look? <laughs> you know, it's like, whew. <laughs> she should have
0: made herself look like Jennifer Aniston. Then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but uh, yeah, so yeah, I don't know what it is. I am trying to think of uh, of men who have gone in the opposite direction.
0: Oof. Um Val Kilmer. Yep, Val Kilmer. Probably the most <laughs> ridiculous example of going from handsome to just what WTF happened to you.
1: I just saw a picture of David Del Rocco. I don't know who that is. He He's only been in six movies, but you've seen The Boondock Saints? Yeah. He's Rocco. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks terrible. He's in his 60s now, and he looks terrible.
0: I think the common denominator is, and and correct me if I'm wrong... Uh, specifically with men, when you go way south, and I'm using Val Kilmer as my example, it's alcohol. Drugs and alcohol for sure, but like, there's there's drugs and alcohol going on there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If not, lots of alcohol.
0: Lots of alcohol. Val Kilmer specifically, lots yeah, of alcohol. Yeah, this guy,
1: David Del Rocco, he also. Because, I mean, you do that and you your face balloons. Yeah, that's like, exactly it's, what this
0: it, like. It swells. It like retains water. Like your body doesn't get any water, so like it's like we're just gonna hold it right up here in the brain. Mm-hmm. Your face, yeah. ugh.
1: Yeah, so there you go, guys. But we're handsome. We are. <laughs> we're at the perfect age <laughs> where we haven't gone south yet, but
0: <laughs> there's potential to get one way or the other. I like to think that my my beer because I'm not into Val Kilmer. I think that like drinking a couple beers a night is like formaldehyde it It preserves it preserves it preserves preserves my natural handsomeness
1: that's an interesting thought
0: (laughs) I don't think it's right but I like the thinking yeah Ah, that's fair that's fair yeah